You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Hey there, and welcome to the Social Biz Series. This series is a series of four live streams that I ran on my Facebook page and inside of my Facebook group at the beginning of February. And it was as part of the launch of my program, The Social Formula, which is a six-week group coaching program for those people that offer social media services or those that want to. So it's for people who are aspiring to be icons in the social media industry. And what this series does is it covers off four of the kind of big key things that most people came into the program with when I ran it the first time in December 2020. So the four lesson series is owning your brilliance so you can charge your worth, attracting new clients that light you up on autopilot, serve more people and scale your biz, breaking free from the one-to-one, And then the impact of crystal clear offer clarity with a previous social formula member, Marissa Robinson, and her experience with this. I'm so excited to have you listening to this. It is a really cool four series of live streams. So it is a live stream. You'll hear me talking to people, answering questions, replying to comments. Um, But the content is just so good. I could not share it with you over here in my podcast community. Now, if you're listening to this in real time, the social formula is open now for enrollment. We kick off on February 16th and it is a six week group coaching container Uh, business coaching container for those people, as I said, in the social media industry or those that want to offer social media services. And we go through the complete process of your purpose, your position in the industry, how to get offer clarity, how to charge your worth, all the tools and techie stuff and onboarding and offboarding procedures and templates and everything that you could need. And plus also how then you sell your services so that you can have a thriving business that you deserve. If you're new to the industry, you also get access to my membership, the social collective for six months. So if you need all the how to, that's all in there. And if you've been around for a while and maybe you're just ready to level up, change things, break free from the one-to-one, scale, do something new inside of this amazing industry, then we are here for you too. There was all sorts of people that joined us last time and we've got a bunch of amazing new people coming in now. You'll find all the details for that on the link on my website for all four of this live stream series at all the W's, the socialhubau.com social biz series. All right, I'm going to get stuck straight into it today because I am a few minutes late to what I planned and I have quite a quite a bit that I want to chat about in terms of how to serve more people and scale your business and break free of the one-to-one. Hey, Michelle, how are you, love? So I've got three, like, 
I've got three main ways that you scale past the one-to-one service model that I'm going to talk to you about and kind of go through what they are, what they look like, and then kind of how do you determine which one would be the right way to go for you. But before we get stuck into that sort of nitty-gritty, um, I want to kind of spend just a few moments talking about why would you want to scale past the one-to-one service model? Um, is it for you? And what would that look like? Like what could be some of the signs that maybe you're ready to do that? Because not everyone needs to scale past the one-to-one. I think I'm drink of water. Make sure you've all got water or tea or whatever it is. And then we'll get into the how. Um, so how would you do that? What would that look like in terms of what would you need to implement in your business? And I guess the reason why I wanted to have this conversation was when I ran the social formula last time, um, last year, most of the members that came in were looking to scale past one-to-one. They were looking for a way that they could take that step back from constant one-to-one service facilitation um, and, you know, wanted to really hash out what would that look like for them. Because scaling past one-to-one isn't all about group coaching programs. It's not all about having a membership. It's not all about having an online course. There are other ways you can scale past the one-to-one model. Um, and, The other thing is I noticed as well, and this is a lot of conversations I had with people last year, a lot of people in the one-to-one space were just feeling like, you know, we all know what 2020 was like, that they just wanted to reclaim some of their time, that they were really loving the group space more than the one-to-one space and were looking for ways that, um, you know, that they could get back some of their time. You know, I think last year was the year that really broke down the hustle and, people were really not really looking forward to having nine hours worth of work in their diary every single day. You know, we wanted to kind of reclaim those reasons why we became a small business owner. And a lot of those reasons for a lot of people were freedom. So um, it wasn't just the social formula course, but a lot of conversations I had with people last year, which is why um, I really want to talk more about what that looks like for people, Um, not just now, but ongoing as well, and, and kind of highlight the things that that could be possible for you in terms of, you know, breaking free of that one-to-one model. I guess if anyone's listening live or you're watching it back and you're feeling like that, let me know. Um, If you are watching or you are live and you have um, and you do sell products or services that help you break free from that, let me know. Let me know how you feel that's going. Um, Is it what you thought it would be? Um, And, yeah, let's have that sort of conversation as well. I guess the thing is like, why? Why would you want to break free of the one-to-one? Now, when I say one-to-one, what I mean is anything where you are physically providing a service one-to-one to to a client. So it might not like, for me, that would look like one-to-one coaching. I would jump on a Zoom call and have a one-to-one coaching session with someone, or they might be one-to-one in a boxer with me now, as that's a service that I offer as well. Um, For other people, it could be you might you know, do social media management. You could be a virtual assistant. Anywhere where you're spending time, where your time investment in the service that you provide to your clients is spent on one person at one time. So, you know, in the social formula, we were looking at people that were, you know, some of the girls were creating strategies for clients. So that was a one-to-one service or, you know, managing content for a client. That's a one-to-one service. A one-to-many service is where you're doing the same thing for many people. And that's where people often think it comes down to having a group coaching program, which can be quite time intensive. Um, 
But it's not all about just having a group coaching program. That's why I want to have this conversation and break that down. To break free of one-to-one doesn't mean that you you have to have an online group coaching program. There's other ways that you can do that as well. Um, Michelle, I have both one-to-one and group. It's amazing. They're complementary to each other and so fun. Absolutely, I agree. And I'll share a little bit of my journey with that too in a second as well. Um, The thing I would say is if you're listening into this and you love one-to-one but you're feeling like you're not getting the right trade of time for money, then there's a couple of things that I would say to you. If you love doing one-to-one service delivery, keep doing it. There's people that need you, you know. I started out doing a lot of one-to-one. I've really pulled back from that now and do mostly group stuff because that's where my passion lies. But there are people that need one-to-one services, right? There are people that need it. If you love doing it, what like we said, I think it was in session two, what brings you joy? If one to, working with someone one-on-one brings you joy as opposed to working with someone in a group or having an automated sales funnel, you should do that. But if you're feeling that you're not getting that time Um, for money exchange, then maybe what you need to do instead of looking at how to break free from it is looking at, you know, the things that we talked about in the last two live stream sessions, which was, you know, is your pricing reflective? You know, could your $500 service be a $5,000 service? You know, could it be a $1,000 service or something like that? Is it maybe that it's just you're not married to your offers as much as you used to be? Do you need to go and review those? Are you not attracting the right people? Do you need to go and have a look at your ideal client? So you don't have to break free from the one-to-one. There is also a really nice blend of doing group stuff or digital stuff and one-to-one as well, which, as Michelle said, can be really complimentary. Where I've sort of moved with that recently is I don't offer one-to-one coaching to anyone like off the street as such, but I do one-to-one or Voxer mentoring for people that are inside my group coaching programs. The reason for that is that I was finding I was spending a lot of time doing one-to-one calls with people who I was just repeating myself and like doing the same thing over and over again, which became a bit monotonous for me. Um, And also too, I felt like it was wasted time. i and what I ended up doing was, was I would send people all this pre-work to do, which was really paid content, like they should have been paying for it. But because I wanted to get stuck into the meaty part of the strategy, because that's what I love to do, um, it just wasn't for me a good viable exchange because they were getting, you know, thousands of dollars more worth more than um them the time you know that the investment so the exchange just wasn't right for me so the reason I've moved into offering one-to-one to my group coaching clients only this year is that they've already done that work so by the time I get one-to-one with them we get stuck into the meaty stuff so they're getting the best of me I'm getting the best of them they've already done a lot of the groundwork and the foundational stuff um, and we can get stuck straight into it and you know what I can get done in an hour with a client who's already been in a group coaching program as opposed to someone that hasn't is so much more for me. And for me, that fills me up. That brings me joy. That lights me up. For someone else, they might love to spend the time sitting there going, this is how you change your cover photo on Facebook. And this is how you set up your bio. And this is how you set up your link tree. There are people that love to do that. If you love to do that, own that. That's awesome. There's people out there that need you. Um, I guess the thing, so definitely if you love one-to-one and it's not working for you, go back and review the other two live streams. They are the best place to find them right now would be if you're on my page and you're watching this, head over to my Facebook group. They're in the announcements tabs and tab and will be put in the units tab and they will also be um, transposed over into podcast episodes at some point in the next week or so as well. So you'll be able to listen to them there. 
Um, and then as well, the other thing that you can go and review is my Socials with Soul series, which is on my podcast. It's also available to download on my website. And that goes through how to be found, consumed and bought on social media. Um, so if you love the one-to-one space, they're the things I would recommend you go and check out. If you want to work with me more on that, then I've got, you know, my membership is probably the social collective is probably the next best place for you. Um, so for those of you that are looking, you're like, no, definitely want to break free from it. Where do I start? I guess the thing I would say is start with why. Why do you want to break free from it? Uh, what is it about the one-to-one model that doesn't light you up anymore? And, you know, maybe journal it out, maybe write it out, feel into it, have, sit down and have a cup of tea or a coffee and see where that takes you, that sort of conversation. Like what is it about the one-to-one that isn't lighting you up anymore. Um, and that will really help you feel into where you would move next in terms of a one-to-many service model. Michelle, Socials with Soul was awesome. I know I loved it. That's why I put it on a podcast. And I'm loving this series too. That's why I'm putting that onto the podcast as well. So it'll be really good replayable stuff for people. Um, I find that people, there's kind of usually three main reasons why people want to move into a one-to-many model. Family, they want to reclaim more family time. They found, particularly with mums, have potentially found that you've gotten into business, you're meant to be there more for the kids, but you're spending all this time in front of your laptop and putting your kids on an iPad and you're not getting that, like, that soul cup filled that you wanted filled from having freedom of having your own business and you feel chained to your business. Um, And that's perfectly okay. Like, a lot of people who were in the social formula last time had little kids and they were just like, I can't give in the one-to-one space as much as I was before. I need to find a way to be able to still help people but still be able to be the person I need to be for my family. Um, And I think that's a perfectly acceptable reason. Like I was doing a podcast interview with Sharon Cliff yesterday and she asked me, you know, what are some of my tips for mums with school holidays? And one of my things was never apologise for spending time with your kids because us mums, we got into business to be more flexible for them, but then we end up chained to our business and we kind of hide behind the fact that, we want to spend more time with our children. Like it's almost like it's a dirty little secret. Don't feel like that. If you want to move into a one-to-many service model so you can spend less hours a day working but earn the same amount of money so that you can go to the beach with your children, own that. That's a beautiful thing. The other thing I've learned recently, and I'll share this for the mums that are on live at the moment, and I know, Michelle, you've got little kids yourself, and I was talking to someone at a networking event on Friday who's not a mum. Um, and she was saying, I love, Stacey, how you put your kids first and you're not ashamed to say it. And I said, well, here's the thing. Your business is not on a timeline. It could take you a day, a week, a month, five years, 10 years to get where you need to go. Your business doesn't have a timeline. Your children, however, do. There, there is a finite amount of months, hours, days and weeks, years before they turn 18, become an adult and want to go and, you know, off into the world and do their own thing. So the time you've got with them now is precious and there is a timeline on that. So I don't, I'm not afraid to say anymore, I'm not doing that because my children are on school holidays or I'm not doing that or I'm not working this week or I'm rescheduling this call because of that. So if you want to break free from the one-to-one because of your family, own it. It's the most beautiful reason I think you could possibly have. So just feel, that's my permission slip for you to own that. 
The other reason as well, and I, this is it's another reason that people don't often speak up about, is trying to claim back their own self as well. You know, feeling chained to your business, you may as well be out just working in a PAYE job, right? You can work 50 hours there. What do you need to work 50 hours in your business for? And sometimes it can just be, you know, um, you want to go get your nails done. You want to get your hair done. You want to have time to go for a walk in the morning or cook the sort of food that you like to eat or, um, I don't know, go to the movies. <laughs> hey, Sharon, how are you, love? Um, you know, in any of those reasons that maybe are why you want to break free of the one-to-one model to spend more time on yourself and your self-expansion and your self-growth and your personal journey are just as valid right? We also hide behind that as women, right? Because we're biologically conditioned to want to serve people. We're afraid to say that we want to step back so that we can spend time on ourselves or have a hobby. You know, it's almost like we're being self-indulgent, but it's not being self-indulgent because if we're not looking after ourselves, we can't give to the people who need us, which is our family, our clients, and, and, you know, friends, whatever our, our key relationships are, right? So that's another reason. The main reason that people will normally like actually verbalize that they want to break free from the one-to-one is that they have goals and a vision and and financial income goals that they want to meet. And that's cool too. If that's your main driver, that's totally fine. You know, I'm a big believer that income and money coming into your household and into your life is a way that you can um, you know, be that version of yourself that you want to be. Like that's all that money mindset stuff, you know. You know, if you're a nice person with money, you'll still, without money, you'll still be a nice person with money. It means that you might be able to contribute to charities or you might be able to, in you know, put together some sort of fund for your kids for when they're older, help them buy a car, help them buy a house, whatever it is you want to do with your money, right? So it could be business goals, vision goals, financial goals, that could be the main reasons why you want to break free of the one-to-one. Whatever your reason, it's your reason. Own it. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Don't let anyone dish you about your reason. Don't let anyone anyone make you feel like shit about your reason. It's your reason. Be proud of it because it's beautiful wherever it comes from. Wherever the reason you want to break free from the one-to-one comes from, it's a beautiful place and it's your place. All right, so how... How do how do you do it? So I feel like there's there's so much conversation out there at the moment around um, particularly particularly around you know courses and programs and stuff. And don't get me wrong, I love courses and programs, but like I said, that's not the only way to break free of the one to one. There's a lot of conversation around the laptop lifestyle and living life by design, and you know, all these phrases that make you feel like you're just kind of walking through the day on a bunch of clouds and and shit just happens. Well, shit doesn't just happen. You still need, there still needs to be a process behind it and things that need to be done. I don't like the term passive income either. You know, people talk about having a seven-figure business and having money on autopilot. And I even use words like that too sometimes. But the thing is, there's no such thing as passive income. There's still stuff you need to do for that income, right? Still 100% stuff that you need to do for that income. It's definitely very 2019. <laughs> I think so too. I don't like in most of those phrases anymore, Sharon, at all. But, um, you know, when it comes to passive income or, or income that you earn, 
by selling a one-to-many product or service, which is where people say you can have passive income, it's it comes down to you either need to do the work yourself um, or it is absolutely selling a lie. I believe that to be true. Um, or you're paying someone else to do it. If you, if you're some, like, if you look at people that basically are sitting by the pool and, you know, with their glasses on sipping margaritas all day, they're either selling you a story that isn't true, which Sharon just said, or they're probably paying people to manage that part of their business for them. Or they're getting people to manage it for them and they're just overseeing it. And they're probably, they they don't tell you about all the financial um, investment in having that happen. Um, So, you know, all those funnels and everything and those courses, they need updating sometimes. Those funnels need updating sometimes. Prices change. You don't just click a switch and a price changes. There's lots of things that need to be done to put things into, you know, whatever funnel it is that you're putting people, you know, putting people through for what you're selling. So don't be, um, caught in a trap, I guess, of thinking that you're going to break free from the one-to-one with and, and have all this money on autopilot, there's still work. There's still things that need to be set up. There's still infrastructure that needs to go in place in terms of what it is you're going to choose to do um, in that one-to-many model. And there's still work and time in facilitating that as well. Maybe potentially you might be running Facebook ads if it's a digital product. Who's doing that? Are you doing that? you know, who's answering inquiries if an email doesn't go through or it bounces or something like that. There's still man hours and all this sort of thing. So just be aware of that. Um, Just be aware of it. The other thing I will say is that if you're going to move from a one-to-one service to a one-to-many service or one-to-many model, there may also be a little bit of a pivot in terms of your messaging and also your niche. So if you're going from someone, particularly if you're going from a service provider, so say you've done like, say you like, or you Sharon because you do websites, like a someone who builds the website to someone who teaches how to build a website. There's a big difference in that person who buys that service because the person who buys the done for you service doesn't want to do it themselves. The person who buys the, you know, the the group coaching course on how to create your own website wants to learn to do it themselves because maybe they don't have a budget or maybe they're just really tech savvy and they know that they could do it themselves. They don't need to invest in, you know, $5,000 or more in getting a website done. So it may mean a little bit of a pivot in your messaging and your niche and that's okay. That's totally easy to be done. But I think it's just, I always say awareness is key. Being aware that moving into that one-to-many model may mean a bit of a switch up in terms of your messaging. All right. So what are the three ways that you can break free from the one-to-one. So I'm going to break it down into the three main ways that you can do this. Um, And then we're going to talk about what each of those look like and then how would you determine which one is for you. I'm going to give you some of my insights, I think, of what's the easiest way to transition. And I'm going to be completely transparent and honest with you guys as well on what it takes to make these things work. So before I get stuck into that, I'm just going to sip my water. All right, so the first way that you can put into, um, get into a one-to-many model is, that's all right, Shaz, that's the beauty of replays, right? Replays are life for me. You can watch it back later. You're in the group, so just head to the announcements tabs. It'll tab, it'll be pinned up there um, when I'm done. So the first way that you can um, scale into one-to-many or break free of the one-to-one is by di- using or implementing digital products. 
So a digital product is something where someone can download something online that doesn't require you to facilitate the delivery of that service. So things like ebooks, short video trainings, um, templates, um, you know, things like, you know, Trello boards, even as like a launch plan. I've seen people do things like that. Like really, you're, you're, you, you, the sky's the limit in terms of what a digital product could be. Some of the digital products that I've got is editable social media templates, a social media style guide. I've got a, this isn't actually in my shop at the moment, but I have got a, like a metrics tracker, which is like a Google Drive spreadsheet that people can use. I've got mini courses, which I've ripped out of other content and put it into a small course. I've got downloadable books. You know, there's so many things that you can do that you could put into a digital product. Um, but really, the whole point of a digital product is that it it gets delivered online. So they buy it online, it gets delivered to their inbox, they download it, they consume it, you don't need to facilitate. Usually, a digital product would not come with any form of support. Um, the sort of support people would get with a digital product would be the ability to email you back if for some reason something didn't get delivered to them properly or just where, so that they know where to contact you. And usually that would be email because that's how their product would get delivered to them. Um, and then obviously if you've got a VA that helps you, they can help, you know, with all that sort of stuff in the back end or you can do it yourself. There. Usually the easiest place to, like, they're, e they're relatively easy to set up in the sense that they're not a, you don't need like a course host portal or anything like that to create a digital product. It can easily be delivered in like an email from your email service provider with a link for how to download. A lot of my books and everything that come, like my digital products, it's just a few links. Watch this video, download it here, and it's a link to something that's hosted in my Google Drive, and off you go right? Um, if it's a Canva template, here's the video, watch the video. It's a YouTube clip and download it here. And there's the Canva template to download, the link to download the Canva template. Um, and that all just gets delivered inside of an, an email. So it's super, super simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, they, the thing with the digital product is they're usually lower in, in price because they usually are something downloadable. Um, there's something that's, it's a bit of a smaller offering than a course or a program. So this is where the tiny offers became really big and really popular last year. Um, and usually you'll find a digital product will sit around kind of that $50 mark or below. Now, the thing with the digital product is that if you want to make lots of money from a digital product, it requires a lot of marketing investiture, if that's the word I'm thinking of investment in your marketing because it is a lower price point you're going to want to make sure that you have a few things set up for it so you're going to want some form of automation in terms of this like you want to make sure that people can find this digital product and that they can be able to purchase it simply and easily without having to contact you for it so you want it on your website. You want it easy to find. You don't want it hidden away on a landing page that no one's going to be able to find. It needs to be out there in some form of shop or something on your website that people can purchase. Um, and you're also, you know, you're going to need to be sending traffic there regularly. So you either need to invest in that organically inside of your existing organic marketing plan or Facebook ads is something or paid ads for paid traffic work really well with digital products because if you've got your funnel set up really well, you can often um, 
you, you know, your ads will pay for themselves and you will be, should be out in front if they're done well. Um, and this is where you, you'll see a lot of ads for digital products where people go, I earn $700,000 on a $27 product. Hang on a minute. I'm just going to plug in my, my laptop or I'm going to go to sleep in a second. You'll lose me. Um, well, they didn't just earn $700,000 off a $27 digital product. They invested money in Facebook ads and ran paid traffic to it where people bought it. And then they had an upsell sequence with some sort of bonus offer at checkout and that sort of thing. So if you're wanting to make millions of dollars off a digital product, I'm not saying it can't be done. It 100% can be done, but you are going to need a pretty strong marketing plan to turn that $50 or less digital product into hundreds of thousands of dollars in your business. And it will usually require a decent investment in your time, money, and energy to make that happen. Um, so that's a digital product, right? So, but the great thing, of, uh, it probably sounds like I'm downplaying digital products. I'm not. I've got my own digital product shop and I think they're amazing. Um, that's, I'm just being honest about what it takes. The great thing about them is that if people can find them easily, you might have 50 bucks, 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 40 bucks dropping in consistently into your account all the time. And you you don't have to deliver it. It happens automatically. They buy it, it's done, off they go. You don't have to touch them. So it's it's usually something that's it's simpler to set up in the sense that you don't need a lot of infrastructure to set one up, but you do need a bit of infrastructure to market them to make decent money from them. The other good thing about digital products, I'll just say quickly, is this. Um, even if you don't have the infrastructure to invest a lot in marketing them, sometimes they can just be a great thing to have for when someone comes to you and you're full of you're fully booked with one-to-one clients or you're not taking on any more or they can't afford your one-to-one service, you can say, well, I've got this here that you could download. So they can also be just a really great stopgap for you to have in your arsenal there when you are talking to people, you can't take on any more one-to-one clients if you're still going to offer that or you're busy with other things or you're going on holidays, you can direct people to those things. When I go on holidays, you'll often see me promote most of my digital stuff that does not require me to service people because... I can make money without having to facilitate anything. So that's one of the great things about digital products. The next way that, so that's kind of the first way that you'd look at a one-to-many model. The second thing you would look at would be some form of self-paced course. So this is taking it just that little bit further. It's not a it's not a one-time downloadable thing that they're purchasing. It's an online program, but it's content that the client would work through on their own. So there wouldn't be any form of like Facebook group support or any extra or any one-to-one calls or extra sort of added in things. You can add bonuses to a self-paced course, but again, you'd want it to be like a digital product. So again, you're looking at the, the prospect of someone purchasing something from you to learn a skill from you, but you're still not really delivering any sort of um, support with that in terms of, you know, group support, live stream calls, Q&As, coaching calls or anything like that. So a course as opposed to a digital product is going to be just that it's gonna, it's a bigger product. You're looking at something with maybe modules in it. There might be a few steps that they need to take, a few things they need to learn. So a perfect example of a self-paced course is the strategy series I ran last month in January. So that was a four-part training series um, around identifying your social media strategy, 
working out your content marketing plan, doing your high level, um, doing your high level marketing activities each month, and then your micro activities each week. So there's four parts to that. Now, that was facilitated live. People can still purchase it at any time. Now it's in self-study mode. They work through all those modules. They get all the workbooks. They do all the work. I don't really do anything right anymore. It does have a Facebook group attached. So if people ask questions in it, obviously I would go in there, but now it's kind of in that self-study phase. And when they purchased it, they got my, um, what did they get? The stories and reels vault and some editable social media templates. So again, the bonuses are digital products. I'm not facilitating that in any way, shape or form, right? Um, All right. So some of the pros and cons. A pro, I'll leave with a pro. You can put it on autopilot, right? I ran a free training seri- free training session called Kickstart to the Strategy Program that is now available on my website. If anyone purchases that, they get the upsell. They can still buy it at any time. So there's still a funnel, right? You can automate it. You could put paid ads behind it. You could promote it in your organic marketing, your funnel, and people will still be able to purchase that. So there is an element of being able to put things on autopilot. Again, if you go on holidays and you put your marketing plan in place and schedule in your content, you could sell a self-paced course um, or a self-study course at any time that people can buy into without you having to facilitate any of, you know, the support or the extra coaching or anything else that they need. You know, you're not delivering anything as such one like in person or live at the time um the other thing about a self-paced course it's high higher in price than a digital product so you're looking for something that could be you know up to five hundred dollars potentially um in value could even be up to a thousand dollars depending on how big and how much extra stuff you've got put in there price is relative really depends on the strategy of the course, what's in the course, what they get from the course, what the outcome is, what your price would be. But it's more than a digital product. Um, Again, requires a specific marketing plan. So you're going to be looking to have ways that people can come into and experience or find out about that self-paced program. Do you have a lead magnet? Do you have a podcast where you can talk about it? Can you put, you know, um, content upgrades in a blog? You know, are you going to talk about it in your content? You don't just create a course and people buy it. There's still a specific marketing plan that needs to take place for people to find that course and be able to pay for it. Um, The only other thing I'll say about a self-paced course is that if your content is something that potentially needs to change frequently, then you're going to need to think about how you're going to deliver that, how you're going to deliver the change in the content. So, One of the main reasons I moved from self-paced courses to a membership in terms of my social media and like digital coaching is that the space changes so much, I was constantly having to go and redo content in my courses and re-record things and redo slides that I didn't want to do that model anymore. It was too time consuming for me. So if you're working in a space where rules change, things change a lot, just bear in mind that content in your program may need to change. Um, But if you're working in a modality where things aren't really changing a lot, potentially it could be, I don't know, um, you know, a sort of a health modality or something where it's the same teaching and it's really the same process you've been teaching for years, then you may not need to do that. That might not be something that is an issue for you. But someone like me who's working in a marketing space, um, that does come up a lot. All right. 
Um, the last way that you can break free of the one-to-one or move into that one-to-many model is the sort of hosted or facilitated kind of group coach, group coaching, group program, membership sort of model. These are kind of a higher price point. So this is where you can get into, you know, like $2,000, $3,000, worth of um, coaching included in a con- uh, in a program, sorry, um, and where you can start to, you know, really add those dollar figures onto onto the onto what it is that you're selling because they're still getting time with you. So with a group coaching program, there's an element of access to the coach. Um, so this is where like membership. So in my membership, we do monthly coaching calls. I do weekly live streams. We have content themes each month and I work through all of those elements. So in the social collective this month, the Oh, the theme is sales mastery and we're working through the four main steps in a sales conversation and how you can master that in the online space or one-to-one with somebody. So we've got four live stream sessions that all gets put into text as well as audio into our members portal and I do that live in the group. We all have, also have Zoom coaching calls and I do like pop-ups. I've got my other guest masterclasses that come into that. So it's a lot of content going into it all the time. A lot of it's run live. They get access to me. There's a Facebook group. Um, The other sort of things is where, you know, you might have a six-week group coaching program where they have Zoom calls with you or Facebook Lives inside of a private Facebook group. But you could add something like Voxer, like with the social formula. I've got Voxer. Everyone in the social formula, we're in a group chat on Voxer. There's a Facebook group. They've got a members portal now. And it's all live stream and hosted in that Facebook group while I'm running those sessions for that six week, you know, live coaching. So that's more of, I call that like a hosted, like a hosted or facilitated group coaching. So there's an element of access to you. So the reason you can charge more for it is because you have to do stuff. You have to allocate time each week or each month for that um, community to be able to give them the support that you've promised them. And not just in terms of maybe delivering a live stream or a Q&A or a coaching call, it's also answering the questions in the group that people ask you and, you know, making sure that you allocate time to go in and engage in that group as well to keep them engaged. One of the one of the worst things is having a program or a group coaching program or a membership and it's just crickets inside of your membership group. You know, you need to be going in there and, and be engaging with those people and creating conversations with them. Um, so you've got to allocate time for that as well and that's where all this time adds up to you being able to charge a little bit more for it. The thing I love, the thing with group coaching is this. I find that for those people that love um you know, they love that client interaction. They love being around people. Um, a lot of people that love one-to-one service delivery but just need to scale it and monetize it a little bit better can be really well suited to the facilitated group coaching. The reason why my three core course offers come with group facilitation is because I love working directly with people but it's financially not viable for me to just work one-on-one. So I offer the support in terms of Zoom coaching calls, live stream coaching calls in all of my communities and I have a community attached to my three core programs um, because I I love that. I love being able I love being connected to it. I don't want everything on autopilot because I want to speak to my people. 
I want to be connected to them. I want to hang out with them. I want to get to know them. I want to know what's going on in their lives and, you know, be immersed in that. Um, So it's definitely a great blend for people who love that client interaction, but just want to scale what they do out to more people. I can often find, and I found with the people that I work with, I can often find that this can be easier for a lot of people to transition from one-to-one into group facilitated coaching or, you know, that sort of model um, a little bit easier than going to a digital product first. And a lot of you might go, now, there's a lot more work in a group facilitated program, so why would that be the case? So I, what I find a lot happens is if you're in a one-to-one model and you're doing a lot of one-to-one client work, you're probably on a certain income ceiling, right? You're probably spending a certain amount of time in your business. There's, And you might love, like I said, you might love you know, being in contact with your clients and having that interaction. So if you move from... Now, let's say, what will I use as an example? Um, I'll use the course creation. No, I'll use the social formula as an example. Um, So I was doing business coaching for people who worked in social media services. I was doing it one-to-one, but I didn't have enough time in the day. And I love teaching it. I love talking about it. I love helping people. I love that interaction. So creating the program basically just took everything I was doing in that one-to-one space putting it into some group coaching calls and online content and downloadables and everything that they could consume, stuff I was already giving to my one-to-one clients anyway. It was just taking pretty much everything I was doing in the one-to-one space and just putting it in front of more people. Financially, that was easier because I could charge more for that sort of program, but I was delivering it to more people than one person. So in terms of making that switch from the one-to-one, If you're someone who wants to move into group coaching um, and wants to move into that sort of space, that can often be the best place to go because you're going to financially going to recoup those dollars a little bit faster because you're going to sell that to more people than one person, but you're going to be basically taking what you're doing one-to-one and just delivering it to people in a group space anyway. It avoids you having to set up funnels and fancy funnels for digital products. Um, You can put a higher price tag on it. And it can be a little bit of an easier switch up than the other two. Um, I've got some other notes here now. What does it say? So it can definitely be an easier switch and transition from the one-to-one financially and also in marketing in terms of funnels, which I already just spoke about. The other thing with group coaching and facilitated programs is it does allow you room to grow. Now, what I mean by that is because a lot of it's live, so you've got a lot of live coaching, a lot of live facilitation, if you want to switch up that way that you do that, you can at any time because it's live learning. You may keep a lot of it replayable. I do. In my memberships, everything gets put into our portal. People can watch it at any time. I don't hide content or put time limits on content for my people. So... um, It can allow you to grow and evolve and change the way that you deliver it. So you might decide, okay, this way is not working anymore. I'm going to switch up the way that I deliver um, the content in my membership because this is going to be a better way moving forward because things have changed. The way that my members like to do things has changed. The way they like to interact has changed. You can kind of change it really quickly, right? If you have a self-paced course, you can't change that really quickly. You will need to create new content, put it into wherever you're hosting it, even if it's in a Facebook group or in a like a course portal or something. You'd need to create the new content and get that uploaded in there. So that takes time. Um, 
So it can be a little bit easier to roll out changes in a group coaching program, I find, than in something like a digital product or a self-paced course that's set in stone where you may need to get stuff recreated. Um, and allows you to grow and evolve and it requires, oh, and I already spoke about this, it does require you scheduled allocated time to deliver it um, and time to support your members. Um, I also find a lot of people are moving over to this model now. I've seen a lot of chatter out there in Facebook groups about moving their groups from a free group to a paid group, moving a lot of the people, people are moving a lot of their free, really good content into paid membership models. Um, they're turning free content into self-paced courses. Um, it's a really great way to monetize a lot of stuff that you may have been putting out there for free. Um, and a lot of people are moving to that because there's so much noise and chatter out there in the free space. Instead of just giving all your stuff away for free, monetize it. Like it makes sense. Have a smaller community of people that are paying that exchange, that financial exchange with you, which is an energetic exchange. They're giving you value in return for yours. Then you're going to show up more for them. So I'm seeing a big move to that. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in 2021. Okay, so we've gone through the three ways, digital products, self-paced courses, facilitated group coaching programs. So which is for you and what, what should you do? So I'm going to ask you one question. What do you want? So I'm going, to, I'm going to go through a series of questions or options of things that you might want and I'll tell you what the answer is to those. So do you want to be hands-on? Do you want to be someone that's hands-on, leading your people, being the person that's in, you know, that's in the forefront, that's, you know, in video trainings, that's got your face in your feed, maybe has your face in some <laughs> Facebook ads or whatever. Do you want to be that person that's leading the charge? In which case you're going to be looking for group coaching programs because that's going to give you that. If you're looking for community, you want to do group coaching programs. If you don't want to be hands-on and you just want the stuff to sell without you having to do that and, and you just want to deliver the stuff and the people consume the stuff, self-paced courses or a digital product is probably better for you. If you want flexibility to change your format, then 100% a membership model or some form of group host like facilitated coaching space is going to be better for you to have flexibility. Once you lock in a course and it's recorded and, and off you go, you need to re-record it, like I said before, if you want to make any changes. Um, if you want it to be structured and set in stone because you just, you know, like I said before, you may have a modality where you can do that and you can put it in, set it in stone and off you go, um, then you could definitely do a self-paced course for sure. If you're, Like I said before, if you're in a space where things change a lot, be aware that if you do self-paced, you're going to need to be editing it. So maybe some sort of, you know, lower cost membership or facilitated course where you can edit things each time you run it because things have changed might be a better space for you. If you want to have many offers for the masses and you don't just want to be pigeonholed into being the person that runs that main course, because that can happen too. If you have a big group course, you can often get pigeonholed by the course that you run. If you want to have lot, many, many offers for the masses, then digital products is definitely a way that a thing that could work for you. Because group facilitated coaching requires your time. You can only have so many of those programs on the go. My membership takes up a lot of my time. My other two programs 
don't take up as much of my time, but I still have to be in there. I still have to be helping those people because that's the model of what I've offered. Um, if you want to have less offers but higher end, group coaching will give you that. You'll be able to put a higher price tag on anything that gives access to you. If you want it to be automated and as in you don't touch it, it's just the funnel's there, it sits there, you can throw money at it if you want to or whatever, then you're looking at digital products or self-paced courses. If you love the launch process, if you love to show up on live stream and create content that shows people how you help them, very much like what I'm doing now, then group coaching is definitely a a place where you can really get stuck into that launch process. Also, self-paced courses, you can launch them too, but just obviously you're not going to be selling anything where there's any group facilitation. Um, But, you know, I love the launch process. Um, You can definitely get launch fatigue, (laughs) 100%, but I love doing stuff like this. So I find this is great for me because it's a way for me to interact with people who haven't paid me to be in that space, but they can get a taste of what it's like and they can come back and look at this and then maybe consider doing a course that way. Um, If you want to outsource a lot of it um, and not be facilitating a lot of the interaction, like you might have a VA that comes in and interacts in the group as a team member to support you, then, you know, maybe digital products or self-paced might be better for you. It is harder to outsource stuff in a facilitated group coaching program. People pay for you. They're expecting to get you, not someone else. So if you're selling a group coaching program and you're saying you get access to me and support and all these live streams, make sure it's you that shows up for the live stream right? Not someone else. If you don't want to be the face, then probably a self-paced course or a digital product is better for you. If you want to self-facilitate it, obviously group coaching, you don't need to outsource anything. You can absolutely create your own digital products and your self-paced courses yourself. So you can do all of it yourself if you really want to. And I guess the last thing is if you want touch points with people, Again, if you want to be part of a community, it's it's group coaching. There's no right or wrong. All are really great ways to scale your business. All are really great ways to serve more people. All of them are really great ways to break free of the one-to-one. They just all require a different strategy. That's all. Um, And I've seen people make every single one of them work. Um, It's going to come down to what really lights you up, which is what we spoke about in the last session when we talked about your offers and everything. I sell more of my group coaching programs because they're the things that light me up. They're the things I love the most. Um, And I, I show up for them all the time because I love them so much. I don't sell as many of my digital products because they're kind of just there if people need them. Um, I don't invest a lot in promoting them, even though they're awesome. Um, But they're, they're kind of there. Like if I'm in a Facebook group and someone's like, does anyone have social media image templates? I'm like, yeah, me head over here. Oh, I want to learn more about Reels. Oh, I've got a Reels Vault product here you can buy. Like they're easy things that I can direct people to. But the things I really show up for is my group coaching. You could be different and that's totally okay. Remember, just own what you want and love it. It's totally fine. All righty. So where to from here? Um, All right. So we've talked about why you'd want to break free from the one-to-one you know, what some of the signs could be that you, you know, what are some of the reasons why you'd want to do it? How would you do it? We talked about passive income, what that means, what it does not mean. We talked about the three ways that you can break free of the one-to-one, digital products, self-paced courses and group facilitated coaching. Um, 
And then we talked about, you know, how would you determine which one is for you? So if you come on late, go back and listen to the rest of it. If you watch the whole thing, thank you for being here. Um, I know there's not a lot of people on live, but it's been, you know, it's been a funny start to the year. People are really busy. These go for about an hour. So I'm asking people to invest a decent amount of time. So I get it. Um, where to from here and what um, are the next steps for you? So um, I have been talking, obviously, about the social formula, which is my mentoring program for people who offer social media services. That is kicking off next week. Um, if you are someone that wants to break free of the one-to-one -one and you offer social media services or want to, that is the place for you to go. Um, our live coaching starts next week for six-week live group coaching um, live round, then everything will be in replay mode and it will all be put into self-study mode before I, when I won't be launching that again until September. Um, so that's the place for those people. For any of you that want to create, um, you know, tiny offers, memberships, self-paced courses, group coaching courses, my program, The Course Project, is also available. Now, that one, if you're watching this in real time, is still in 2020 prices. It will be going up in March. It's currently $4.97. It'll be going up to about $8.88. Um, that has actually moved. Now, here's the evolution of a, of a, of a course, right? That started as a six-week facilitated group coaching program but what I found was people would get it. It's such a job creating a course that people would get to week three or week four and then they wouldn't finish it. So what I've done now is I've put it into um, more like a, a group coaching mentorship space where you get the program, you get my four steps for how to create a strategy, create your course and launch the thing and then sell it consistently with a launch program. You get all of that. But instead of six-week facilitated group coaching, I'm we're going to be doing from this month one monthly coaching call a month. So you get access to me once a month in an ongoing space. You get the group Facebook group, obviously, where you can ask questions wherever you want. You can work through the content in your own time. You get access to me. Our first live stream is in a couple of weeks. I think it's on a Tuesday. I can't remember off the top of my head. And we're going to be going through um, 2021 course um, creation and course launching tips um, and how things have changed since last year. So that'll be really exciting. I'll be sharing lots of really good current stuff that's working in that space. So memberships, courses, self-paced courses, tiny offers, that sort of thing. If that's your jam, that's the place for you. Um, now, there is a link to my courses page. You'll just need to go and head over to that page. My membership, the course project and the social formula are all there. If you're not sure which one's for you, just DM me and we'll talk about it and see which one is right. All right, guys, have a great day. I cannot wait to see you all shine and I will chat soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.